Hello. Welcome to Pep Talk for Writers. My name is Nick Jaina. I just got the COVID vaccine two hours ago, so I'm pumped up, ready to take on anything. And yet at the same time, I feel a little dizzy and spacey. I'm going to try my best. I want to talk this week about uh, the beginning of editing. And I think editing starts a lot sooner than I ever used to realize that it started. I used to think that I could just sort of write something on a long scroll like Jack Kerouac, just vibe it out and send it off to an editor or a team of editors and they would paw through it and they would take all the brilliant parts and they would polish up all the grammar and everything and they would make it work, make it literary, make it uh, presentable. And I realized that there's actually a lot of work that a writer needs to do, even if you do have an editor, even if you do have a team of editors, there's more work that you need to do to find your uh, center, find the center of your piece, like hone your ideas. You, it's not enough to just uh, spit them all out and let somebody else pick up the pieces and make sense of it. Um, that's actually a lot of what writing really is, is what seems more like editing, at least in the sense of you're sifting through something that has been written, you're trying to see what works, what doesn't work. So the way that I like to look at editing is kind of as a proving ground. You can have uh, parts of your notebook, parts of your computer where you try things out. That's what we call writing. You open a document and you just try things. Uh, some of the things that I try are like a dialogue exercise where I just have characters talking and I don't even really understand who they are. They're just talking and I just try things out and there's no pressure from some big pre-existing manuscript that is looming over this writing that is pressuring it to be perform really well or be really excellent at that moment. It just is a space to experiment and grow. Um, so I have a lot of documents just every day that I write, I usually open up a new document and just try things and experiment. And then I take over from that, uh, from those experiments and I graph them over into a main document. And what then happens in this main document is it's kind of a proving ground. You see when two different sections go up against each other. Maybe it was unexpected. Maybe you didn't know how these two would interact. You just try putting things next to each other and see what that contrast highlights in all ways. Um, in all ways. <laughs> um, you see uh, how the voices match up. You see how perhaps one uh, session, one day that you were writing had a really specific, refined, uh, unique, lively voice. And another day you were just kind of rough and tumble getting thoughts out. Um, maybe in putting those sections together, you can see how that other piece can lift itself up to meet this, this piece with the better voice, with the stronger uh, uh, tone to it. Um, perhaps you can see how the ideas, when put in contrast, you can see, wow, there's a density of thought in this. There's just a richness of how intricate this writing is. And in this other piece, it's really meandering and it's really spending a lot of time searching for its ideas. It could just help you to see how to lift things up to the standard. But the main way that I like to look at editing is as breaking things apart, um, as opposed to feeling like inspiration is this miraculous thing that happens to us and we're so grateful to hold on to it that, it that we just have this precious writing that we just try to not upset and never drop on the floor i think of writing as a chance or i think of editing as a chance to break things apart to see what they're really made of kind of like that proving ground trial by fire what happens when i break something open and i go beyond 
the little bit of success that I thought I had in the moment, and I see, well, is there something deeper here? And as much as it is disappointing to have a bad day of writing where you feel like nothing came out, um, it can be just as limiting to have a good day of writing and feel like, I, I did it. I, I reached the peak of those ideas. I got as deep as I could get. That's it. Um, it kind of freezes you in this state of feeling like I can never touch this again. It's this precious thing that I have to just keep there. And I want to keep reminding myself over and over again, break this open, break it apart, see if there's something deeper here. Um, with digital files, you can always save another version. You can always have a copy of it that will um, not be not be deleted, not be broken, and you can break into these sections and these ideas and just see um, what they withstand. Like sometimes I just have a few paragraphs of something and I think it's really great, and I start to just sort of you know what I mean by breaking it up is like sometimes literally like just like taking apart the paragraphs, the sentences, inserting something else in there, jumping in and writing something new in the midst of a paragraph. Uh, putting three different paragraphs at very different sections in a, in a different manuscript, um, just seeing how they interact, like what happens when you break things apart and there, there's not that context, there's not that care for it, what happens? Because that's what happens when your writing is out in the wild, like people receive it with wildly different ideas of context, they don't know you, they're coming from some different viewpoint, they, they don't take that preciousness with it. And so I want to feel that my writing can withstand that intense pressure of being out in the wild. It's kind of like pushing the baby bird out of the nest or, uh, you know, like a coming of age ceremony or something, something that demarcates there was this time when you could experiment, when you could be innocent, when you could try things, when you were safe to do that, and now there's a time when you grow up and you become an adult. That's how I see editing. And it doesn't always necessarily go well, or it doesn't go well in a linear sense, where it's like, oh, clearly, progress. You know, a lot of times I find that, you know, I'm trying to write a, a book, and let's say a book has 50,000 words, and I get to 50,000 words, and I'm like, well, I must be close. I'm at, like, a book's length of work. And I'll do a lot of great work on it for months and months, and I'll still be at 50,000 words. And it's clearly better. It's not longer. It's just better. And the only way that that could happen is in that breaking apart. Um, so it really becomes this series of reducing and expanding. And, uh, I, you know, in gardening, uh, you know, I planted a basil plant last, last spring, and I found that process is kind of analogous to this process that I'm looking for when I'm doing the writing editing process. There is this life force to the plant. Um, there's a finite amount of energy that can go up and, and produce these leaves. And so when it starts budding too many leaves, you want to pinch those off and focus that energy so that it uh, propagates in fewer leaves, fewer, bigger, stronger leaves. I think that's how we want to think of our writing and our ideas in our writing. There can be promising little buds of ideas that you can pinch off, you can put them in somewhere else into a different document, you can save them for something else. But I'm trying to reduce and um, contract the writing that I have so that it focuses more energy on the ideas that I do have. And then I can expand on those ideas and whatever the analogy is, water them, um, give them more sunlight to the more promising leaves that are there. I still want to give room for little ideas to grow and bubble up, but um, 
they can't pull away from the energy of the whole thing because that can uh, that can destroy the whole project the whole piece can be weighed down if i'm trying to nurture too many little offshoots of ideas so i want to keep those in check and i want to focus on the main you know forward momentum of the energy of the piece and it's a long series of contracting and expanding and sometimes like i said it, it stays about the same length um you have even if it's a shorter piece you have four pages you cut it down to three pages you add another page you cut another page um if it's focusing that energy into more um concerted effort on clear unique ideas then i think it's really valuable so i challenge you as I, i'm speaking of editing because i'm in an editing process right now i'm trying to go through pieces that i've written and see how much deeper i can go with them I, I sometimes just try to mash up two pieces that maybe I were written in completely different times, had different purposes. Uh, sometimes I'll just like put them into each other and just see what happens when these converse with each other. Maybe I interweave them so it's like a paragraph here, a paragraph there, or I just put one after the other. Um, and sometimes that contrast, that unexpected randomness is really enlightening. And it takes the ego clever genius preciousness out of the act of writing and it brings in some randomness and some chaos to it which i think is always essential with music for me it's like or i meant with art i was going to say with music i try to when i can bring in some atmospheric sound some field recording or something that just throw it in a session throw it in the mix of a song and just see what happens when that just you know stirs things up in the mix and and how do the other instruments that had it all figured out or thought that they were safe in there, how do they respond when they have this uh, uh, chaotic element in there? I think that's really useful. So I'm trying to simulate that, uh, do a similar thing with writing, of just add some chaos in there, add some obstacles, add some grit in there. Challenge the writing to stand up and smooth itself out and make itself understood um, because we want the, the writing to to come of age and become an adult and go out into the world and get a job and start sending us money. <laughs> um, that's how I think of the very basics of editing. That's how I start to think about it. Um, it, it, it can feel like a very deadening process. It can feel like a very uninspired process because you're just reading through old stuff. Um, but I think a lot of sparks need to happen in that process for you to stay engaged with it and for the writing to, to stay alive so that it's not just this uh, older formerly inspired writing that's preserved in amber and and it's just uh, fossilizing um we want it to still feel alive so i'm looking for ways that i can put pieces together um mash them against each other bring that contrast keep that spark alive so i challenge you if you're sitting down to write today maybe take a chance at finding old pieces and just going in and breaking them like take them apart dive in to one piece um right into the center and open it up and just write a new page right in the center of the piece take something that is one sentence and expand it to a paragraph take something that's a paragraph and expand it to a page uh, take something that is a uh, some section that you worked a lot on and delete the whole thing and distill it into one sentence you know at once we get over the preciousness of feeling like, oh, I accomplished this and I spent all week on this thing and I can't lose this. I can't. It means too much to me. Once we can get over that sort of ego cry, um, I think we can really move forward and get 
some progress going and we're not just frozen with these you know trapped by our past you know uh, inspiration honestly and we can keep moving forward and keep that inspiration alive that's how I look at editing. I encourage you today as you're sitting down to write, um, try some of those things. Just try to break pieces apart, try to expand them, push them, slap them together, get, get things dirty. Uh, here's a piece of instrumental music to listen to while you work. Have a great day.